0: Hi, it's Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you, going to talk about the 2015 film, Mad Max Fury Road. Well, I kind of blew it in the last podcast when I said it's like the greatest action film ever made, and it is. I mean, have you watched Mad Max Fury Road lately? I haven't watched it in a while. I thought I remembered all of it, and I remembered you know, all the action beats and everything, and I remembered it in such a positive light that when I rewatched it, I wasn't expecting to just fall in love with it even more. This is the best action film ever made. And yes, I think John Wick 3 and 4 are up there. I think both of the Deadpool movies are up there. I think even Hobbs and Shaw is up there. But this is perfection, two hours of nonstop action. It really doesn't stop. He had the idea in 1987, two years after they finished *Beyond Thunderdome*, and it was a development hell all that time, till it finally came out in 2015. Had a 155 to 185 million dollar budget, somewhere in there. Went on to gross over 380 million dollars, win a bunch of awards, and be called one of the best action movies of cinema history. I didn't realize that Zoe Kravitz was in it. Granted, when she was in it back then, she wasn't as big star as she is now. But it was interesting to see her. Um, Rosie Huntington-Whiteley and Riley and S- K- Kio, um some of the others, you know, that weren't as big stars then as they are now, were all the brides in this film that they were trying to steal away from the bad guy. I didn't say much about the 4K of Beyond Thunderdome. It looked fine. It sounded fine. There's just nothing. It's, it's not an amazing-to-look-at film. It's kind of dirty and dingy and takes place, you know, in a lot of desert and it's just... This movie, on the other hand, the desert pops. The stuff that's not in the desert pops. The stuff in the Citadel, the, the storms, the, the whole thing looks really amazing. It's a great-looking 4K, and the soundtrack from the opening growls of the engines just sounds amazing throughout. What a well-put-together, just breathless piece of action filmmaking. It just it, it moves along like the cars in the in the... That he had this idea germinating for so many years is probably why it turned out so well. Hopefully the Furiosa movie that comes out later this year will turn out as well. It is just chaos. Controlled chaos, I would say. The car chases. they do. I noticed in watching the first three Mad Max movies is they they redid a few of the stunts and they would do them bigger in each movie. Well, this one they just kind of blew it out of the water. They did things that they couldn't even try back in the day. Over 90% of the special effects in this film were practical. The guys up on poles swinging back and forth were Cirque du Soleil actors. They, they, they threw that for a living, and so they were on those big poles. How people didn't get pulled under the wheels, thrown off the vehicles, it looks amazing from start to finish. Charlize Theron is a, is a force of nature in this film. I think she's amazing in the role. There's a great scene where she finds out that pretty much all she's done for the last 20 years is for nothing, and she just drops down in the desert and just lets out a growl, and it's just great. Some people think it's real easy to act that kind of way or some of the ways they do in some of these more extreme movies. But for some actors and actresses, it's really hard to go that far into these things. I think everybody in the film did great. I think George Miller knew exactly what he wanted to do with this film. Probably looking back on Thunderdome and everything he melts he made, he wanted to make the quintessential Mad Max. Starting with like the Road Warrior template. This feels like Road Warrior on amphetamines. It feels like Road Warrior on cocaine. It's Road Warrior to the nth degree. I could find no complaints about the film other than, well, the studio was pushing for a PG-13 movie because that's what makes more money these days. So they did. They cut a PG-13 and the director's cut, which is the rated R version, and test audiences like the rated R version. So, boom, that's the version we got. Great. Great. Because Beyond Thunderdome was the only PG-13 movie, and that's the only one that's not very good, right? And I'm not saying that violence would have made that movie better. I think it was flawed from the get-go. But this one, there's a couple scenes of some pretty violent stuff, and if you just don't see the bad guy die, it's just not the same. It's pretty quick when it happens. They could have been more in your face with it. but From the characters to the extreme amount of action to the speed at which the movie two hours fly by. And when it's over, it's like, I'm ready for the next one. I would watch another one right now. And they're making another one. I can't wait. Furiosa looks like her backstory. Why would we not want to see that? And if they keep with the same mentality that they made this movie and don't try and do something completely different like a Thunderdome, I think we'll be fine. George Miller's, I watched that last movie about the genie that he made. It had one of those names that you always forget. Sorry, I'll I'll come back to it. But... um, I thought that was really good. It was well-directed. It had a lot of layers to it. It was a good movie. It had a, a good message to it. He's directed the Babe movies since, you know, the Mad Max movies came out. He's directed a wide variety of other things. But to go back to his his forte, what made him successful, what 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 made his, his career. Yeah, and he nailed it. He knocked it out of the park. Mad Max Free Road is arguably the best action film ever made from 2015. If you haven't watched it lately, rewatch it again. From top to bottom, it's just well-made action film. I I don't know what else to say about it. It's a good Mad Max movie, but it's a great action film. If you've never watched a Mad Max movie, you can watch this. So the 4K looks and sounds great, but the one thing I miss, we didn't get the black and white version. Uh, There was a release, I don't know if it was on 4K, but I know it was on Blu-ray that you could get the black and chrome edition, which was a black and white version that he prefers. I only mention this because right now Godzilla Minus One is playing in a Godzilla Minus One minus color version in theaters for this week only. Sometimes it's cool to go back and make a black and white version of a movie. Um, One I can remember that really worked was The Mist. The Mist just came out in 4K and I haven't reviewed it yet, but it comes out in color and black and white 4Ks, color and black and white Blu-rays. I have not seen Mad Max. I never wanted to see the the black and white version. But watching it this time, I could see, you know, the black and white's probably pretty good, probably pretty gritty. And I really do want to see, I hope the black and white version of the new Godzilla Minus One is released on disc when it finally gets released later on this year. Mad Max Fury Road, zero complaints. <laughs> watching it again, I my opinion even went up. So from 2015, it's nine years old now and it stands up with anything I've seen lately. What a great action film be- from beginning to end. Kudos, kudos, kudos. And this wraps up my Mad Max anthology. So overall, I picked up the set, four movies in 4K uh, with digital copies for $36. The digital copies were supposed to expire uh, December 31st of 2023, but mine still worked in January of 2024, just saying. Um, and you really get no extras except on the Road Warrior disc. The others don't have any extras at all. They're just the movies, but again, I just really wanted the movies. And I've got the special edition of, of Fury Road on. Blu-ray, so if there were any extras, I'd probably have it on that. But again, as a bare-bones release, for bare-bones money, four movies in 4K for $36. bucks. i will just leave Thunderdome out. 12 bucks a movie for the others. That's more than worth it for me. Uh, Mad Max Anthology is available now. Pick it up if you're a big fan. Or wait, because after Furiosa comes out, there's probably going to be a box out with five movies in it, right? <laughs> I'm Scott. I'm Rockfile. I've got a lot of podcasts coming. We're going to talk about home media in an upcoming podcast, so I hope you'll stick around with it. Have a spectacular day and thank you for listening.